Hey everyone, it's Sophie here. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash bbmichelada and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash bbmichelada. Flying objects, abduction, anal probe. What? I know my kind of Saturday. Mm-hmm. This <laughs> this week we're talking about the unknown extraterrestrials, aliens <gasps> from the origins of Area Fifty One, aliens in New Mexico, <gasps> and to Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. Oh. So grab a bag of Doritos, a liter of Mountain Dew, Heck and yes. get ready to Naruto run because we're storming Area Fifty One. I'm Natalie Cowan. I'm Sophie Hadamio. I'm Paul Rucker. And this is... The Body. The Blood. The Michelada. A, a podcast. podcast. So who's going uh, to Nevada to storm Area 51? Well, we're well, here. We're here. Well, we're here now. Yeah. Well, I got my Airbnb, so... Okay. I'm gonna see some aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my reservations for the Clown Motel. Oh, Ooh, that'd mean, be fun. That's a fun one. Well, you what? might you might die before you get to the uh, the raid. Yeah, so that would be unfortunate. I just was like, why not do there? two things at once? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm terrified of clowns. I'll probably die of a heart attack before I even see them. Okay. So, oh, and it's next to a graveyard. I'm sorry, the what? It's next to a graveyard. I thought you said the sex worker graveyard. <laughs> I, I also like, thought you said I'm gonna have. I thought you said I'm gonna have sex in a graveyard. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, Sophie's gonna have a good it's week. Right good next yeah. to a graveyard. That okay. sounds like a thing, sounds though. Like the a... sex worker graveyard, like where all the like big sex workers are. Well, I'm sure like there there are some. It's probably workers just like there. a pit, like a. <laughs> because there's miners there. into. where truckers throw prostitutes. <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, yeah. Respect sex workers. Rest. They need rights. We're fighting Hashtag. for their rights. We'll sex fight for you. Sex workers are people too. Larry H. Parker. Hablamos español. Speaking of lawyers and all that stuff, uh, oh, I guess it's not a lawyer. It's more like J.G. Wentworth. So you know how we're yes. obsessed with that for I some stupid him. reason? Yes. Uh, a couple people at work didn't know what that was. What? And they're California natives. And I was like, How do they know? J.G. Okay. Wentworth. 877-CASH-NOW. Yeah, but they didn't know what it was. They've helped (laughs) thousands. They'll help you to one large sum of cash. cash. They They will pay to you. Do, 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 do. I have an annuity, but I need cash now. Call Call J.G. Wentworth. 877-CASH-NOW. How do they not know it? How do they? How do you not know that? Hashtag not sponsored. You know what? They probably, <laughs> They're not even a sponsor. They are they even around? Cable. Are they around anymore? Yes, that was it. Someone else was like, "Well, they didn't grow up poor with no cable," mm-hmm. and was like, 
Oh. That makes sense. It's yeah. like another realization when you grow up. Um, what did we say? Drinking tang. Tang. Some people. Yeah, if you drink tang, tang, or you, or you made Kool Aid as a yeah. child, you were poor. Yeah. Well, or rather, poor. You had uh, Tampico or um, Pancho okay. Pantera. Tampico <laughs> is delicious, though. Uh-huh. I love it. It tastes like battery acid, <laughs> but it's so good. It's great. We need they to have make so a many drink flavors. With... Ooh, there's, I should make a drink with this. There's bright green. There's yeah. blue. There's mm-hmm. that weird pink one that looks creamy. Yes. <laughs> but it's not. It's not. Yeah. So many flavors. Delicious. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, so... Speaking of drinks, please tell us what we're drinking today. Um, so this is for the special occasion of this Area 51 raid. Ooh. This is the Grape Area 51 Escape. That is not what it's no, called. No, it's not. The Grape Escape. The Grape Alien Escape. The Grape Alien Escape. The Grape Alien Escape. Because that's what I wrote on the side. I know. <laughs> That's what was written on the board. A great alien escape. From Area 51. <laughs> uh. It's delicious, everyone. What is it made of? So, um, it's summer solstice gin, which delicious. is Hendrix's best invention. It's so good. They need to have it always. Yeah. Um, Not just for summer, it's delicious. White grape soda. Not white grape soda. White no. grape juice, juice and prickly pear soda. Prickly pear soda. Mm-hmm. Because of New Mexico. Yes. And also great. Prickly pear is so delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love prickly pear. You know it what is, would have been... underutilized... Yes, an underutilized flavor. flavor. It should be in everything. Yeah. You know what would have been great, but that would also be a little weird? Mm-hmm. If the... Um, the salted rim had a little bits of hatch chili in it. Oh, Just be a little, a little spicy. Yeah. Nice touch. We I haven't think. done a spicy cocktail, huh? Just a michelada. Oh yeah, we did a michelada. We should do something like really spicy. Like more micheladas, because we're the body the blood the michelada. I have a couple in the lineup. Yeah. The grape alien escape. The grape alien escape. <laughs> Good name. It sounds like a book or something or a movie. It does sound like a book. <gasps> Maybe it's like aliens come to visit and they look like grapes and they visit a farm <gasps> or like a winery. You and they're also the size of grapes and they mm-hmm. die. Okay. We make them into wine and drink them. I know this was a possessed, B like, movie like, first. Yes. Isn't that the but plot it was of a cartoon. Scientology? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I was saying, I know it was a B movie first, but I remember the cartoon. Do you guys remember Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? No. It sounds familiar. I thought you were going to say Attack of the Killer Clowns. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. It was on uh, Fox Kids. Speak I think it, it again. A fever uh, dream. <laughs> Killer Tomatoes. It was great. I think she's Anyways, making this up as she's going. The tomatoes were aliens. What? And then they would try and kill the humans. Oh. Are you sure that wasn't like a VeggieTales episode? No. It was a B-movie first and then it was a cartoon. Mm. In Are you the thinking 90s. of Mars Attacks but tomatoes? Or killer clowns from outer space with tomatoes. Uh, Ooh, I have an alien story. Ooh, just a little like a little blurb. I think I've told you this story before, but I want to tell everyone else. So everyone knows. When I was a child, my dad would see a lot of aliens. (laughs) He liked. Like you do. Yeah. Well, he liked to go outside and like gaze up at the sky. 
and see. They if didn't there have were, the internet yet. So. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was no internet. Like it wasn't mainstream. And he would look at the sky sometimes with binoculars, and he'd look at like satellites and things, and he would see aliens sometimes, and he would like yell for us all to come running out, and we'd all go out and see nothing. Sometimes we would see some weird shit. Like I believe sometimes he saw aliens. He was always out there looking. But I think this was before I was born. Maybe between my brother and me, like being born. Because he wasn't busy being a dad or anything. No, 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 not at all. He would go out and see aliens and then call the Air Force (laughs) to report alien sightings so that they were aware (laughs) that there were aliens in the area. I think if the Area 51 raid happened many years ago, your dad and my dad (laughs) would would be there. And so my dad called so much and so frequently that they blocked our number. We were no longer allowed to call the Air Force. So he had no one to report You the should have just changed to. your phone number. <laughs> How hard was that back then? Oh, it had to have been easy. <laughs> there was, what, like four phone numbers? Could you imagine if your dad <laughs> was so adamant that he just kept changing his phone number? <laughs> and calling the From a landline. <laughs> he show up at your house. <laughs> They're like, stop They're it. Like, Please. He'd be like, no, just come outside. I have to show you something. <laughs> I mean, maybe he saw something. I don't know. Well, After- you know him best. Yeah, I I believe that he might have seen something, probably. My dad thinks he's seen aliens, and I believe him. Yeah, like, there's no reason that... Like, if, for my dad to actually call the Air Force, like, there had to have been something. Because my... Like, besides that, my dad doesn't really do any, like, other super crazy shit. Well, my dad does, but... I mean, my dad does... Oh, my dad does crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna... He, he's now um, really into gold mining. My dad did that when he was a kid. Oh, wow. Your well, dad and my dad should be friends. They would be really they good would friends. They so good friends. My Paul. dad and our neighbor, well, where they live, his neighbor, like, found out that each other really likes gold panning. Uh-huh. So they... I remember going on a gold panning field trip in fourth grade. (laughs) They bought a plot of land in the mountains where they now mine for gold together. That's so cute. Have they found anything? Uh, Actually, yeah, they have. They paid for his car. No, but he thinks he's going to make it big. He just has like a little jar in his life. I'm going to be rich. I think that's basically what it is. When the market goes down, I'll be rich. He's having fun. So that's all that matters. That is all that matters. I remember one time at the bank, we were being tested. And they were like, if a customer comes up to you and tells you that he's taking all of their money out of the bank and they're going to buy gold with it, what would you do? And I was like... Encourage them. Encourage them. Yeah. I was like, fuck it. You can do whatever you want with your money. If you came up and told me, like, I'm going to buy Beanie Babies, I'd be like, cool, do whatever the fuck you want. As oh, long as you shit. don't directly coming, tell me, I'm going to all of us people <laughs> waiting going to terrorism. I don't care. Buy whatever not- dumb shit you want. Yeah. Gold is a good investment. I buy a lot of dumb shit. Mm-hmm. I hope no one stops me from buying dumb shit. Mostly no. food. A lot of food. Yeah. Food I don't need. Same. Like that ramen kit. How is your ramen kit doing? They keep sending me instant udon. 
Which oh, is not like real ramen. It's no. not. That's also. Udon. I dislike udon. Can you like tell them no udon? Is there like a website? I wish I could. Like it's not like a beauty subscription box where you can be like. The raid has started. Ah. Uh, oh no. Well. <laughs> well, the first the first wave is dead. The first, okay. Yeah. We're just gonna go in after. We're gonna go in after. Let's finish recording first. Okay. And, you know, make sure this is all scheduled to go. It depends how we feel after a few drinks. I might want another drink after this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think me too. Mm. I need liquid courage before I just dash in. Well, you know, I'm great at liquid courage. Mm. Mm, She said. Uh, I'm glad we went on this camping trip, guys. Same. Uh, We forgot to bring food. Um, or yeah, water. all we have is gin. But well, we have fine. we have garnishes. We do have garnishes. That's true. Oh, we have so many garnishes. There's like grapes and oranges. We're, we're that's fine. Yeah, we're that's food. fine. I mean, it is like 110 out here. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I've been having a great time. No, I'm like it's. Oh, amazing. everything is different colors. Yeah. Do you see that unicorn over there? It's amazing. Isn't it beautiful? It's great. Sophie, you're hallucinating. I need Please. more Mountain Dew. Put your fire out on your head. <laughs> I'm Hades. <laughs> I'm your sassy gay now. <laughs> Excuse you. Oh, you're not a sassy gay. I know. You're a Broadway gay. <laughs> yeah. It's different. Hey, show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash bbmichelada and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash bbmichelada to get started today. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. One book I recommend is From Here to Eternity, Traveling the World to Find the Good Death by Caitlin Doherty, who, if you do not know, is the the woman behind the YouTube series Ask a Mortician. In this book, she kind of explores what a dignified death is like in different cultures. So she writes about going to different countries and traveling to see how each each of these cultures that she comes across, how they treat their dead and meaning behind their traditions when it comes to how kind of here in the United States it's something that's a little bit more taboo than in other places and how even that has come about in recent years considering back in Victorian times it was something that was kind of part of the norm of our culture where now it's just kind of everything is hands-off. It sounds really dark and eerie but actually Caitlin has a great way of making a difficult topic a little bit lighter and easier Definitely check her out, check out this book, and check out Audible. But again, remember that this is just my recommendation, and you can select any book of your choice for free when signing up. 
Download your free audiobook today. Go to audibletrial.com slash bbmichelada. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash bbmichelada. Thanks, guys. Who wants to hear a story? I do. <gasps> okay. Keep me from falling asleep out here in this <laughs> That's not sleep. That's Kumbaya, heat exhaustion. Yeah. my lord. Kumbaya. We saw that lady at Disneyland oh. having a, like a heat stroke. And then we took pictures in front of her while she was unconscious. We took a selfie in front of her. And then my sister saved her life. Because we were like, look at this dumb bitch. <laughs> She's she passed she out in the sun. Disneyland, dumb. And then she's like, oh my god, is she okay? And we were like, oh. <laughs> Like, look at this picture we took. <laughs> look at this great picture. What is and wrong this, with us? Lots of things. So many things, things. only therapy could fix. Oh, and Lord knows we're not going to do that. No. We're just going to drink more. I, I just finished don't have my Mountain Dew. I'm sorry. I think that was the last one. <gasps> oh, do you want me to give you some gin? Do we have Doritos? But I'll take gin. I mean, I have gin for sure. Okay. The- we have garnishes. I guess that's okay. Garnishes and gin. Garnishes and gin. I'll go to the next tent over since I'm pretty sure they just died in that rain. Everyone here Doritos. has Doritos. Like, don't even worry. I hope somebody has 3D Doritos. Like, they brought it out for a special occasion. Ooh, it's like They need 20 to bring back old. 3D Doritos. Okay, those, those were, were so the much best. fun. The jalapeno so 3D, okay. 3D yes. Doritos. Oh, Do you remember so those, good. like, tubes of chips and there'd be like 3d doritos cheeto puffs yes 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 you know so what good you know what would survive an area 51 raid twinkies yes but those doritos in the tube in the tube <laughs> <laughs> mm, liquid courage liquid in a courage. Tube. <laughs> mm. i know some liquid courage in a tube <laughs> 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 Sorry, let, me, let me tell you a story. I would love to hear a story. Let me tell you a story. Of a girl. Of a girl. Did she cry a river? And she, drown the whole world? But, though she looks so sad in photographs... I absolutely love it when she smiles. Yeah. I think you just took Paul's story away from me. Well, <laughs> he needs to be How quicker than that. <laughs> so. I'm sorry, story time. It's okay. Story time. I'm going to take you back in 1989 oh so that's when natalie was born that's when i was born oh my god i'm old don't look at me i'm looking don't look at me (laughs) and i was born 12 years later (laughs) why do you do that i'm just kidding it was only four years later Tell, tell your damn story. <laughs> so, 1989, a lot of reports of USO, USOs, I'm drunk already, UFOs <laughs> mm-hmm. and mysterious like sightings began to increase in Nevada around Groom Lake. They were like calling the police, calling news stations. Um, so, a local news station in Nevada called KLES. Yes. Ran a news story. They interviewed a mysterious scientist who said that he worked near Area 51 at mm-hmm. a site called S4, and that the U.S. government had seven UFOs that they were storing, and that they were taking them apart and trying to uh, reverse engineer them. 
We were shooting near aliens? Alien aircraft. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought I'm you just said like, alien. We no. Got, Seven <laughs> alien aircraft. They did oh. have aliens, mm-hmm. but... I have so many plans for the alien I'm about to steal. Ooh. Maybe your husband, wife? No, I'm Sex basically... Slave. um Made. I'm going to put her into pageants because Ooh. I feel like she's going to have an edge. Child beauty pageants? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're small and stunted growth? Mm-hmm. We could keep this going forever. Yeah. You could. Uh-huh. And Go on, Paul. Yeah. So, this mysterious scientist who at the time was going by Dennis, who, like, if you watch the newscast, Dennis. his face is blacked out. He didn't mm-hmm. want to be seen. He's later to be revealed as Robert Lazar. <gasps> Bob Lazar is the person who, like, blew the lid off of Area 51. He's the reason why Area 51 is so infamous. And the whole reason for this raid. Because he's the one who made everything public. Thanks, Bob Lazar. Thank you, Bob Bob Lazar. Lazar. You made this a fun weekend for us all. Yeah. So a little bit about Bob Lazar. Uh, He was born in Coral Gables, Florida. He was born on January 26, 1959. He have been in our Florida Man episode, probably. Maybe. Actually... Probably because in his early life, he liked to build rocket cars and blow up things. He built a lot of um, jet cars. He put like rockets on his bikes when he was a kid. He built a particle accelerator in his backyard (gasps) and he worked on like uh, fireworks. For time travel? Is he Don Brown? Kind of. He's like a mad scientist. That's awesome. It is awesome. So, the original newscaster to break the story was George Knapp, who was Mm -hmm. a local broadcaster. Mm -hmm. Now he's, like, famous for doing this. He stayed friends with Bob, like, his entire life. Well, I'm glad. They're they're friends. Yeah. That's good. So, he first did the interview with Bob Lazar as Dennis. Mm -hmm. Air quotes, Dennis. And then, eight months later, did another interview. And in that time, he did a lot of research. He did background checks. He was trying to, like, um, research Bob Lazar's life. Yeah, make it legitimate. Yeah. Um... In the new interview, Bob Lazar went into more detail about what was going on at uh, S4 and Area 51. So most of the things that Bob talks about can't be proven, basically, with physical evidence. Yeah. Because of course it can't. So you kind of just have to go based off of whatever he says. Okay. I trust you, Bob. See, and that's the thing. He has spent almost his entire life trying to prove not that what he's saying is true about mm-hmm. Area 51, but, like, what's true about his life. Oh, okay. Because a lot of people, the skeptics and stuff, are trying to discredit almost everything he says. Because, of course, they are. Yeah, that's what skeptics do. So, one of the things that he said happened at Area 51, the reason why he was hired in the first place, was mm-hmm. to reverse engineer a propulsion system from the aircraft. Ooh. Which okay, like was, jet propulsion? Yeah, but it wasn't jet propulsion. It was this engine that like uh, manipulated gravity. It was oh, like the the ship from Futurama. Yeah, kind well, kind of yeah yeah yeah. Where it moves space around it instead yes, of the ship moving. Exactly that. Except it's a it's a plausible idea. Instead of using antimatter, mm-hmm. it uses element one fifteen. Uh, Bob talked like extensively about element one fifteen. Mm-hmm. And he talked extensively. He had 
talk so much, and he can talk forever about this stuff from S4, about how the engines worked and all this stuff. So at the time that Bob was talking about Element 115, no uh -huh. one had heard of this. Like, this was some unknown thing. Years and years and years later, and it was actually in 2003, that Element 151 became a real thing and was synthesized in a lab. Holy shit. So all that time earlier, in 1989, Bob was already talking about this. And that's one of the things, like, how would he have known? There's yeah. so many things Even about his story. Even if he was shit, like, yeah. how did he get that part? Even if there's stuff he's lying about, there's some, like, solid things that he talks about. Um, in the 89 interview, Bob talked specifically about um, how he got into the lab. Mm -hmm. They used these hand scanners that he talked about that was like a biometric thing that measures the lengths of bone in oh. your fingers because it's unique to every person. Yeah. And he went specifically into detail about everything about it, how it looked, how there was these pins on it. 20 years later, the government revealed that they had been using this technology in their military bases. But no one had ever said anything about it. The government never said anything about it until that time. 20 years earlier, Bob was talking about it like it was Yeah, like it was, everyone knew about it. Yeah. So that's just like one Bob? other thing that Bob has been like proven been on. On, yeah. This like there's some skeptics. I forget, I think it was Steven Spielberg he was Steven Spielberg. One of his movies, he used something that was similar to that. Mm -hmm. And people were saying, oh, Bob just took it from that. That he just sort of stole the idea and then ran with it and just happened to be lucky that it was a real thing. Which is what a lot of the skeptics are saying. Like, but that that's... he just happens to be right about certain things. Okay, but the Simpsons happen to be right at everything, too. Yeah. They're obviously witches. There you go. Like, if you watch any of the interviews... And there's a uh, documentary out mm -hmm. that I got most of this from because it's a really good documentary. It's on Netflix. It's called Bob Lazar, Area 51, and UFOs. Ooh, okay. Everyone should watch it. It's a very good documentary. It's very well done. And, I'll uh, watch it if we survive this. Mickey Rourke narrates it. Oh. Yeah, really weird, but pretty cool. Um, so if you listen to him talk, he's a really smart person. Even today, he works at a, um, a medical supply store. He owns it. That like uh, makes things. He I don't know exactly what he makes, but medical supplies. Okay. And he does a lot of stuff. Like he's a very smart person. Like he built a particle accelerator. He builds rockets and does all this stuff. So his schooling has been like one of the major things that uh, skeptics nitpick okay. at because he claims that he graduated with a master's degree in physics from MIT. However, MIT says he never went there. There's no record of him ever going to MIT. Oh. But there are certain people like who used to work at the school or things who remember Bob. And he has friends who would say, like, oh yeah, like I used to drop him off at school. So for this to happen What a nerd, he doesn't drive. Right. But Bob says that the government has erased these like records in order to discredit him. Because they don't want this stuff to get out. And if they could discredit him, then no one will believe him. Why don't they just kill him? So, one of the things that Bob has always said, he's gone public on this mm -hmm. for insurance, basically. Because if the government kills him now, like, everyone will know. 
that he was right about like, it. You could say he was a drunk or... I mean, that's true. But... Unfortunate car accident like Kennedy. Or... I think the government just sort of wanted him to look crazy. Cause I think that was easier to do. Because mm-hmm. literally all they would have to do is forge some documents and make him look crazy. So... Besides going to MIT, he claims that he had also worked at Los Alamos at a lab. Okay. Los Alamos also says that he never worked there. They have no records of him. However, he has proof that he actually did work there. There's an internal phone book from Mm -hmm. Los Alamos at the time he claims that he worked there with his name and number in it. Oh. And it's not like just a regular phone book. It's a, a directory of employees. Yeah. And... There are... Oh, there was an article at the time talking about Bob Lazar and the things that he was working on at the time Mm -hmm. and says that he's an employee of Los Alamos. So there is some proof. There is some, like, validity to the things that he's saying. That's super weird. It's super weird. But the schools and the labs are saying, like, no, he never worked there. Besides... He's like, this is my school picture. And they'll be like, no. Like, no. you What? (laughs) I'm... This is me in my class. Who are you? And what then, are you uh, talking about? On top of all that, he's been raided by the FBI multiple times. They're just trying to fuck with him. They're just trying to fuck with him. So during the filming of the documentary that I watched, mm-hmm. he had talked. So the documentarian wanted to know about. Documentarian. Documentarian. That's what it is, right? I have no idea. Documentarian? Person who makes the documentary? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Person who makes a documentary was asking about uh, Element 115 because it had always been assumed that Bob Lazar stole Element 115 from Los or from S4 when he was working there. Mm-hmm. So he wanted. To, he was asking him questions about it in the documentary. They put their phones separately because they don't want to be tracked. They go in and then they talk about it. Uh-huh. The very next day, Bob Lazar was raided by the FBI. And they were claiming that they were just coming into his uh, uh, medical supply business to look... Oh, shit, it's the FBI. They're coming. Uh, they hear everyone, us. Hide the drugs. Hide the Doritos! <laughs> Stole them from the next tent. They died. Well, they're, they're dead. So the FBI comes and they claim that they're there looking for a receipt from, like, 15 years ago for about... What? something that he sold to a client that might have been potential toxic material. What? Yeah. So, and it was the FBI was there. They had like three different agencies. They had like over 40 people, cars lined down the street, claiming they're looking for a receipt. And they're going through all of his stuff. And he believes that, well, he doesn't say it. Bob, Bob Nar? No, who did I say was the... Guy, nar, 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 nar. George Knapp. Uh-huh. George Knapp. I don't know why I said nar. Nar, nar. I nar, just, nar. I just applied to be an egg donor. Oh. I want to make money, but I don't actually want to have kids, so these are unnecessary. There That's you go. True. So George Knapp uh, said that he believes that it was linked to Element 151, because they're still trying to find it. Because yeah. Bob Lazar most Could you likely, imagine how much that would be worth? Yeah. But he most likely still has some Element 151 that he stole from the lab mm-hmm. and is hidden all these years. Good. Yeah. I was like, whether you believe Bob Lazar or not, 
He has a really good story. I mean, I'll watch it. If you watch the documentary, listen to his old interviews, and he has an autobiography coming out on October 1st. Ooh! Yeah, it's the first time that, like, he's he's put out his own thing. Because up until now, he hasn't wanted to talk about all this. So maybe in that, he's going to come out and be like, hey, guess what? I fucked with all of y'all. It's all fake. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be insane? That would be amazing. That would be really amazing. But he's kept this up for his entire life. Mm -hmm. Since 1989, He's been telling, like, all of his friends verify that he's been saying this all along. His wife, like, if he's lying, he's been lying for so long. That's crazy. I believe Bob Lazar. I believe Bob Lazar. I, be- I, I believe him. He, like, has specifics about certain things. And his story isn't that crazy. He's not, like... It doesn't sound insane. No, he's not, he's like, He's telling oh. us the government has secrets. Yeah, because... He worked on alien spacecraft, and mm-hmm. he said he saw it, he was inside of one, but he's never like, oh, he never saw aliens, like, he never flew in a spacecraft, like, he could have gone completely crazy with the story. Yeah. But his story sounds Plausible. legit. Yeah. And that's a, a brief history of Bob Lazar. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Well, you know, the government will go a long way to cover up their secrets. They really will. Yeah. Agreed. Sorry, I fell asleep Look, there. I was looking at the distant, and I thought I saw dancing cactus, and that was pretty entertaining. Mm. That's well, that's all the peyote you took. Yeah. Probably. Also, I think I'm dehydrated, but you know. It's a great combination, though. Mm. That's uh-huh. the best way. That is. Peyote. You will get a really good trip. Real solid high. Real solid. That gin's hitting me, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a story. <gasps> also what? about aliens. What? Yes. Oh, we're you two have- for two. I know, guys. I figured, you know, we're out here in the stars. We're trying to raid Area 51. Let's talk about some aliens. Do you think they'll just nuke us eventually? I yeah. Hope so. Wait, I aliens don't or the government? Back. The government, right oh. here, right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're we're not making it in. We're not going home. We made it through Vegas. We're not making it through this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, this is our grave. This is where you die. But it's been a good run. Yeah. Two episodes into season two, and that's it. Bye, right, guys. Right. Hopefully, we'll get syndication. <laughs> So, my story about aliens actually takes place here in California. <gasps> yeah, it's in um, Kern River Valley. Is that near Kern County? Yeah, it's in Kern County. Oh, okay. It's like, um, if you keep driving, you hit the river, and you take campgrounds and stuff. Uh-huh. My mom hates Kern County. Yeah. It's awful. They always pull her over there. Trash County. Mm-hmm. She says it's because she's brown. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because she's also speeding most of the time. Yeah, she's, she's a reckless through. driver. Yeah. But also because she's brown. Yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, I can see that in Kern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um... She also has that bumper sticker that says, Move, I'm Mexican. Yeah. It also says, Fuck the police. Yeah. And then her horn, it just... That noise pigs make. Uh, so it's a squealing noise. Yeah, she's just asking for it. She and her windows are tinted 
And the site is painted with Antifa. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I can't imagine why she'd get pulled over. Yeah, I have no idea. She is. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why they single her out. No, never. No. I don't know. Well, it so might weird. be she always wears that Mexican flag jumper. Oh, but it's so stylish. It's a it good is. look. So stylish. It's a good look. Oh, I wish I was nuked in that outfit. I should have <laughs> borrowed it. You should borrow it. Well, I can't now. That's We're gonna true. Die We're gonna today. die out here. Yeah. Or tomorrow. We die at dawn. <gasps> I hope it's before the sun comes up because it's been hot, y'all. So hot. So hot. So hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Kern River Valley. Okay. Um. So the Graham family. There was. Did they make Graham crackers? I was gonna ask. No. That. <laughs> Are you sure? They would probably be better off if they made Graham crackers. They don't. They were kind of like a poor, mm. normal. American, like the nuclear family kind of thing. Uh, they make graham biscuits. Yeah. Stupid. So this was in 1987. It was Jeremy Graham, Elizabeth Graham. Those are the parents. Um, what about Heather Graham? No. I also thought about that. I was like, what if there's a baby named Heather? Like, that would be so <laughs> funny. No. That bitch's name is Jennifer. What about the nephew, um, Tella? <laughs> Well, there is a Timothy. Uh, Timothy Graham. Timothy Graham. Timothy Tim Graham. Alexander? Yes. Graham Bell? Yep. Mm. He's married in. <laughs> That's why his name is hyphenated. That <laughs> 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 was so stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. That's okay. So they were um, just enjoying a day on the river, kind of like a little family camping uh-huh. trip. Um, when they were visited, <gasps> yes, by aliens. By aliens. <gasps> by the grandmammy. Well, they think it was aliens. It was okay. the grandmammy. So the whole way it started is that they're listening to the radio. They're kind of having lunch together. And then just static started coming over the radio. Like, loud, loud static. That's scary. Yeah. And um, the water on the river started getting choppy. And when they looked up, there was just, a like, a triangle and a bright light. Oh, Jesus. And then the light was just getting brighter and brighter and brighter until it was so overwhelming they couldn't see anything. Um, that's the last memory they have of the ship. They don't know what happened in that time in between. Uh-huh. They woke up four hours later. I was going to say, was there any lost time? Yeah. Because there's they, always lost time with these stories. So they woke up four hours later just like laying in the dirt uh-huh. and um, really, really sunburnt. Oh. Almost like they'd been outdoors like days. Just yeah. burnt. So when they woke up, they all had terrible headaches. They were super sunburnt. They were super dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Um the headaches was like a splitting, like the head just felt horrible. Yeah. So they decided, and the, and they were nauseous, super nauseous. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, so like someone like shook them real hard yeah. or something. <laughs> they have shaken baby syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> if that baby was also thrown in the oven. Yeah. Okay, so they go to the hospital, um, and they all get x-rays, and there's something jammed in their sinuses. It looks like a little pill. 
Oh, God. Yes, just like, in there. Sounds fucking horrible. That sounds terrible. That sounds like the worst pain. Like, I'd rather someone just kill me. Did they get it out? Well, they did. They had to do, like, um... Kind of like surgery, they just like put him out and then like, I guess go in with big ass tweezers. Did they say what it was or anything? No, because when the surgery happened, even though to their knowledge, like no one said anything, the men in black show up. Oh shit. Yes. And they like take over this fucking hospital. So when the family wakes up, they've seen the x-rays. They know there's something there, but the doctors all mums the word. Like, the, these people came in, and they basically told them, like, if you tell them what really happened, you're all going to be dead. I'm going to fucking nuke this town. Like, who even gives a shit about Kern? Yeah. Kern is ugly, and it's My mom hot. doesn't like Kern. Yeah. Um, but they keep trying to figure out what happened. To this day, they don't know what happened. They, the men in black came in. They interviewed them. They got their story. Didn't tell them shit. Disappeared. Um, Ooh, what's happening out there? I hear someone dying. I think yeah. so. Just keep going. It's yeah. fine. It's um, fine. Jeremy, the dad, he was 35 at the time. He's still, he's in his like late 60s now, trying to find answers. Like He goes to alien conventions. He talks about this all the time. Oh, no. He wants answers. That's so sad. He... He and the rest of his family very much believe that they were met by aliens and that there's a type of government conspiracy stopping it. Uh-huh. Not giving them answers. So they think that the those men in black were like government agents. Yeah. Because I've seen other stories of men in black. I where think they, think they think they're aliens. They're aliens because mm-hmm. they act so weird. Well, from the description that like people in the hospital gave, mm-hmm. they, they sound weird. Like, it's just men in black, like trench coats. Yeah. And then they have, like, fedoras, no hair, and they're kind of, like, lumpy white people. And they drive... Like, if you made a clay man... Yeah, and they drive old cars. They always drive, like, an old, like, a BMW or... And even talking to them, like, their speech doesn't sound human. That's why... And, like, they walk funny. That's all... Always, like, the the incidents of men in black. from people that they've interviewed, it's almost like they don't remember that time. Like, it's fuzzy. Yeah. Like, either... The government agency's real good at covering up something, or something happened to everyone in that hospital, which yeah. sounds insane, but if it was aliens, I believe that. Yeah. But why are aliens interfering with, like, other alien affairs? Unless they just don't want to get caught. They, they have, like, a regulating agency. Yeah. Well, it's like here, we stop shit from happening. Yeah. Or so we just make you seem crazy. That's... Like Sophie, who thinks the 9-11 was an inside job. Yeah. Or Bob Lazar. Yeah. 9-11 was an inside job. It's been proven. There are many books on it. I was going to do my senior project on it. I remember. And then I got sent to another school. Conspiracy. Yeah. They did it's see just a little funny, you know? Yeah. It's just interesting, uh-huh. you know? Never mind, I was flunking out of school. <laughs> no, it's all conspiracy. You figure conspiracy. it out too much. Yeah. yeah. Yep. From... Nine Eleven, guys, never forget. Also, that uh, music video that somebody made of clips from Nine Eleven to "Goodbye Blue Sky." Uh huh. Um, I mean, it's a little eerie, don't you think? A little. 
too eerie. I really do think. Drunk. <laughs> also, too drunk to tell us a story? Not finish yours? I just finished mine. It didn't sound like an ending. Well, you're drunk. The end. The end! That's a lot of coke. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna die anyway. <laughs> this is the story. Of a girl? No, oh. it's not about me today. But it's about somebody I think is related to me. Okay, let's hear it. So, as you both know, I have family ties to the state of New Mexico. Yes. Um, my grandparents, they moved there in their retirement. Uh, my grandpa, he's from there. He's specifically from a town called Socorro, New Mexico, mm-hmm. okay. which is about 70 miles south of Albuquerque, kind of in the middle of nowhere. What I want to talk about today is the Lonnie Zamora incident, which took place there. Also, I have really bad allergies. This dry heat is not good on me. No, not at well. all. Which is weird, because my family's from New Mexico. They sh- I should be immune to dry weather or something. I don't know. How did genetics work? I have no idea. I'm not a scientist. Anyways, um, I'm not sure if Lonnie was related to my grandpa. Oh, shit. What's happening out there? You see? No, I can't see anything. Oh, it just looks like a dirt cloud right now. I don't think the raid has started yet. Oh, is it just people making noise? Probably. How did the neighbors die? Bugs. Oh, okay, that mm. makes sense, too. Anyways, I'm not sure if Lonnie is actually related to me and my grandpa, or he's related to my grandpa's uncle. Okay. He's a married-in uncle, but, like, he helped raise him and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they were close anyway. So Lonnie was... Lonnie was a police officer in Socorro. Okay. This event occurred on April 24th, 1964 at around 5.50 p.m. Which, um, it still would have been light out at the time. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, he was on duty and he had been in pursuit of a car. Like, you know, police officers do. Yeah. Doing his job, saving the town. I believe that it was just like a bunch of kids. Because this is like a town in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. People are just speeding because... You can. You can. What else are you going to do? Exactly. And this is near the outskirts of town already. So he's following them. Okay. All of a sudden, he's chasing this car. And then he hears like a loud ass roar in the area Mm -hmm. um granted this was in the 60s right they had already done um testing of the a-bomb outside of the town Mm -hmm. okay so everyone there has like four arms and yeah or they're dead no well i mean so there there were some military bases nearby so he wasn't sure if it was coming from there or any of that. 
But, you know, they grew up with that kind of shit happening. Yeah. Like, there were blackouts and stuff because of this as he was growing up and stuff like that. Anyways, so he heard a roar and then he saw a flame in the sky. He said it was southwest, probably like half a mile or a mile from where he was. And, um, mind you, Socorro is like next to a mountain, so there is mining in the town. Mm -hmm. So he's like, oh shit, it might be one of those dynamite tracks. I uh, need to make sure everything's okay. (laughs) Yeah. That no one's dying. Yeah, pretty much. So he's like, okay, fuck these kids. Let them do what they're like doing. I need to make sure people are safe because he's a police officer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a good guy doing his job. Right. He said he saw a flame, but mind you, because it's like 550, the sun, because he was going like southwest, Mm -hmm. was in his eyes. So, like, it wasn't helping his vision at all Mm -hmm. because, you know. The sun. The sun. It's being uh, a bitch. It's being a bitch. But anyways, it was a noise more than anything that caught his attention. So Mm -hmm. he gets there. To where he thinks the sound is coming from. And he has to go over a steep hill into, like, this kind of, like, valley. Okay. And so he's starting to go west, and then he noticed, like, a really shiny object about, like, 200 yards away. He was thinking it was an overturned car or something. Mm-hmm. And um, there was... He thought two people next to it, so he was like, okay, I gotta, I should help these people. They might have had an accident. He wasn't really sure what happened. Okay. <laughs> and he did say that the car seemed to be made out of something like aluminum. Because it looked white against the background of the mesa that they were against, because they're okay. around hills and stuff. It's very deserty looking. That makes sense. It's New Mexico. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it I mean, was around here. It wasn't chrome like cars were in those days. Mm-hmm. And it was shaped like a letter O. And cars weren't round like that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh. Anyways, he drove towards the scene and he was thinking that these people next to the car were either abnormally small um, adults or kind of like like teenage kids little people yeah mm-hmm. they were little but not like that little <laughs> it's the tlc uh you know that show little people big world this is the sequel to that it's little people big universe i was thinking of that episode of the simpsons where bart becomes a jockey we are <laughs> jockeys are we i learned how to ride a horse in new mexico oh I'm sure I could be a jockey. There you go. You could be an alien. No, the jockeys are tiny, tiny. Yeah, they're like really they're small. They're really small. I am small. kind of husky, you're right. Like, not to be mean, but they're like abnormally tiny people. So they should be little people. Yeah. Oh, like Autumn. She'd be a good jockey. She might work. Anyways, he radioed the dispatcher. Uh-oh. Oh, fuck, why? Someone overdosed on Doritos. Well... You know what? I was going to actually pick up Doritos earlier, and I should have. Instead you of got, should have. I now got Oreos instead. I know, I'm so sorry. I got Oreos, and then I ate them all because I eat when I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. 
We didn't know what was going to happen today. Anyways, so he gets to the scene. These beings are still a few yards away from him. Mm -hmm. He radioed in to say, hey, I'm getting out of my car. I'm investigating what I think is like a car that's overturned. Um, Yeah. Basically, he, he he radioed in so people know where he is. Yeah, he's doing like, his job. Yeah, he, he's supposed to. Anyways, as he's getting out to approach the object that he thinks is an overturned car, these um, beings get back into it, mm-hmm. and he notices that it just flies straight up, but very slowly. And he noticed a flame of light blue was at the bottom and just, like, coming out, like, Oh, <laughs> And he was thinking, like, oh, shit, there's, like, a fire coming out from the bottom of this thing. Is it going to blow up? Like, what's going to happen? But he noticed that there was no smoke or anything. Mm-hmm. He was like, and are you? <laughs> Oh. Anyways, he's, like, watching this thing, but also, like, holy shit, like, do I run for safety? Do I call this in? Anyways, he's starting to run back to his car because, he's like, this might be dangerous. Yeah. As he's trying to get behind his car for cover, he bumped his leg on the rear fender. We probably are related because we're clumsy. And he dropped his glasses and continued running away from the object northbound. And he's starting to radio in, like, the description. It was oval in shape, smooth, no windows or doors. And he noted that there was red lettering on it. It had, like, an insignia. And it was in the middle of the object. Oh. Then he, this, this is a quote of uh, when the object took off. After I fell behind the car and my glasses fell off, I kept running to, no- to the north with car between me and the object. I glanced back a couple of times, noted the object rose about to the level of the car about 20 to 25 feet, which is a guess. Mm-hmm. And I think it took about six seconds when the object started to rise and I glanced back. I ran, I guess, about halfway to where I ducked down, about 50 feet from the car, where I ducked down just over the edge of a hill. I guess I had run about 25 feet when I glanced back and saw the object level with the car, and it appeared about directly over the place where it rose from. I was still running, and I jumped just over the hill. I stopped because I did not hear the roar. I was scared of the roar, and I had planned to continue running down the hill. I turned around toward the object, and at the same time put my head toward ground, covering my face with my arms. Being that there was no roar, I looked up, and I saw the object going away from me. It did not come any closer to me. It appeared to go in a straight line at the same height, possibly 10 to 15 feet from the ground, and cleared the dynamite shack, which he had gone towards, because he knew where they were. I would also run towards dynamite. Yeah, right. If I knew there was dynamite, I'd be like, fuck you, aliens, they're taking <laughs> yeah. you out with me. 
And, um... To the dynamite shack. <laughs> Do they just have dynamite shacks in New Mexico? They're like abandoned. a radio shack? But dynamite? Hmm. Please go away. <laughs> go into the desert and die. <laughs> well, you called it a dynamite shack. That's what it's called. It's a dynamite shack. Because they have mining stuff happening there. I know, but, like... Does someone... Like, their job is to sell you dynamite? No, no, no. It's not like a, a place where you sell things. It's, it's just like... It's, it's a like storage an entrance, shack yeah. of oh, okay. dynamite. It's just dynamite stacked inside of an outhouse. Yeah, it seems extremely dangerous. No, not at all. Okay. You reassured me. It's protected by the, uh, the dynamite keeper. Mmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it... Um, the thing rose up and it took off immediately immediately across the country. Anyways, um he called it in. Uh-huh. He was like to the Air Force. <laughs> like your dad. Well, he called it in to the station and then they alerted the local um FBI. What is it? Air Force base. Okay. Because there was one nearby. But because of the nature of what he was describing, not only did they come, but so did the FBI. See, that makes me think there has to be some validity to alien, like, stories. Because the FBI Because why up. would everyone come? They'd be like, oh yeah, whatever. And then they'd leave you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if someone comes out to investigate, there's some shit that's real. There's something. Also, he wasn't the only witness. <gasps> oh. Because, the plot um. Thickens. Yeah. There was a family of five tourists from Colorado that were headed north. Mm-hmm. So they were coming from the opposite direction that he was driving towards. And, um. They saw something similar to what he described flying across the horizon. And they saw that blue flame that he was talking about. He's not crazy. He saw Uh it. And, um, in fact, when they were talking to police about it, about it, they were saying, your aircraft sure fly really low around here. I thought it was going to take off the roof of my car. Oh. Oh. Anyways, um, this caught the attention of Project Blue Book, which is a, um, a specialized sector of the Air Force. Okay. They're, they were basically in charge of investigating all UFO cases. Mm-hmm. So they are, were immediately on it. Ooh, the CIA was involved too. Ooh. In a secret report prepared for the CIA, this was after the investigation, Project Blue Book's director, Major Hector... Quintanilla. Okay. I don't know if he's related to Selena. Mm-hmm. He might be. Selena, if you're listening, she's not listening. She's dead. She's dead. He said, there is no doubt that Lonnie Zamora saw an object which left quite an impression on him. There is also no question about Zamora's reliability. He's a serious police officer a pillar of his church, and a man well-versed in recognizing airborne vehicles in his area. Because, you know, they have a local Air Force base. Yeah. Yeah. He is puzzled by what he saw, and frankly, so are we. 
This is the best documented, documented case on record, and still we have been unable, in spite of a thorough investigation, to find the vehicle or other stimulus that scared Zamora to the point of panic. Anyways, shortly afterwards... I'm not even going to read the Wikipedia article because I know what happened. Um, because there was never anything found to back up his claims other than a few... Well, there were some singed bushes in the area where this aircraft, this thing was found. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As well as... Um, Three, like, indentations in the dirt, which I hear are s still visible to this day. Ooh, of road trip. What, yep. Of where, That's, um... That has to be near where we are right now, right? This is Nevada. That's New Mexico. That's still closer than California. California is closer to where ah, we are. Back. If we survive this thing, we'll go yeah. check out the holes. Anyways... Um, Which I got lots of. It holes. was like uh, like three Ooh. prongs that were at the bottom of this round shape thing, and I guess it was like the landing, not landing stuff. Well, I guess it was the landing, landing gear. gear. If we're going by um, descriptions of flying saucers, mm -hmm. it would have been the thing it's just sitting on. Hey, so you could still see that if you go to the spot. I don't know if. It's necessarily marked off now, but I do know that the Arroyo, where all of this took place, there is like a little more um, mural and a little like plaque dedicated to Lonnie. Oh, he how, passed away in two thousand nine. How was this perceived when he first started telling people? Oh, they thought he was crazy. Like my grandpa. Like I, I don't have a personal I never had a personal relationship with Lonnie hence why I don't actually know whether if he's related to me or related to somebody in the family uh-huh because my grandpa was just like that guy's crazy he's a drunk basically kind of this reflected everyone's opinions in the town uh-huh he ended up losing his job oh poor Lonnie and um, afterwards, since he was no longer in law enforcement, he ended up just running a gas station. Oh. And, um, well, he was also part of the Knights of Columbus for the local sector. And he was always, like, the cook at their events. So I know, like, when I went back for both my grandparents' funerals and, like, I believe my cousin Brittany's graduation, he was always the person cooking everything. Was it good? Well, I never had bad food there, so yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, good. I mean... But it's... To me, it's really fucked up that, like, people just didn't believe him, even though he seemed like he was such a serious dude and mm -hmm. took everything serious. Yeah, he was a cop. Also, I think my grandpa just may have had something against him, because he also owned a gas station. That could be. Maybe. I mean... Competition. It's hard. Uh-huh. But, you know, I'd, I was A lot of people just don't want to believe aliens, yeah. so. Yeah. It's easier to just think, like, that's a crazy drunk person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, I feel like, like, a lot of fundamentalist Christians and stuff and religious people don't want to believe in aliens. Yeah. Why? Because it would go against their little view that, like... I mean, we weren't Christian but fundamentalists, but get very, very by Catholic. aliens are Christians. Yeah. But a lot of people, like, if you, they're like, the Bible says we're mm -hmm. the only ones. 
Well, yeah. I don't know. I think it's a mixture of that. I'm not here to argue against the Bible. People being Mm -hmm. afraid. I am. (laughs) (laughs) It's people being afraid of the unknown. People not wanting to believe. Mm -hmm. But I want to believe. I want to believe. I believe in aliens. I completely believe in aliens. There's definitely aliens. There has to be. I knew what my grandpa thought because my grandpa was very vocal about things like that. Mm -hmm. But... From the what I get from the family is that Lonnie was just like a really good person. He was honest. He was very much loved. So like because of that, I I know how my grandpa's judgment works, uh-huh. and I know how everybody else's work. I believe him, Lonnie, or yeah, your Lonnie, because he doesn't seem like. He is known for being a liar. He mm-hmm. seemed like a good person. Like, why would he basically ruin his reputation? Yeah, like he that? didn't get anything. Because yeah. he, well, he had two kids. He was taking care of them. Like, it doesn't make any sense for him to be like, I saw fucking aliens. Yeah. No. Like, it wasn't cool back and then. And especially in a small town like Socorro, where everyone knows everybody, they know each other's business. Yeah. And there aren't that many jobs. Are coyotes coming out now? I don't know what's happening. Should have brought like a gun or at least a oh, tent. We brought, it's like a taser. Yeah. Oh, a tent. A t- yeah. None oh. of us thought about tents. Wow. Well, the people next door have a tent. We can kill them. Well, I think they're dead already. Oh, okay. We just take their tent. We'll just move in. Mm-hmm. Do you think they have an air mattress? <gasps> I call the air mattress. So if we survive, guys, I guess we'll see you next week. If we survive. Yeah. That's if we even go into Area 51. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to shoot us before we get there. We might just be drunk and pass out here and then die in the heat of the desert. I mean, that's appropriate. So what did we talk about last week? Uh, Florida Man. Florida Man. Florida Man. Florida Man. Did anyone lie about no. Florida Man? Not at all. I didn't lie. I didn't lie. All I didn't my have were to true. lie. Yeah, there's no lying about Florida. No, you could literally pick any headline from any newspaper in Florida. I feel like it would be surprising for us to lie on that episode. Like, there's, there's no rumor. There's no lie we could tell. That would be that crazier would be than, crazier than what happens in than Florida. A Florida man story. Mm-hmm. It's oh god. Oh. That's the third wave. Yeah. They're, now everyone's dead. Where's yeah. the last one's alive? Let's just hide under these bushes. Okay. That works. Um, anything else you want to add? If we crawl out alive, I want more Doritos. You gotta stop at a liquor store. There's a 7-Eleven around here somewhere. Oh, thank God. There has to be. Can I get a Slurpee? Fine. I'll pour some vodka. <laughs> We already did that. Oh, okay, that's true. Then a hot dog. A hot dog. Oh, okay. Yeah. They've been there for like two years, but that's you fine. can have one if you want. That's They're fine. very wrinkly. Well, not the first wrinkly hot dog I've had. Oh. Yeah. We have photographic <laughs> evidence of this. <laughs> there is photographic evidence, yeah. but... <laughs> we'll put that up for you guys. <laughs> To see how happy I am around a hot dog. Oh, God. Follow us on Instagram, uh, BB Michelada. Um, Facebook at The Body, The Blood, The Michelada. Mm. 
Twitter and Tumblr, BB Michelada. Patreon, BB Michelada. Mm-hmm. Give us money. Please. Any we amount. won't be able to get home from here without it. That, yeah. Where's we, the bus stop? Well. Oh, are we taking a bus? I don't know. But do we have any money for Uber? I think we spent all our money getting here. Yeah, we should have thought this through, guys. No, we didn't. We just came out here. We could hitchhike and prostitute ourselves back to Kelly. Ooh. I mean, that's the only way to do it. Yeah. And we're in a good place. We're in Nevada. It's that's legal. That's true. It's legal here. Yeah. You can literally do anything you want in Nevada. Ooh, let's stop at the Bunny Ranch on the way home. <gasps> okay, yeah. we can take pictures. Yes. Yes. If Isn't we make that it home. Weird? Like Chloe Kardashian's like then husband like OD'd. Yes. Oh my God. Let's take pictures next to where Lamar Odom OD'd. <gasps> we could recreate them. Yes. We'll get your leg on the floor. <laughs> what a great, great idea. This guys. is a great vacation. Yeah. I'm so glad we did this now. We'll post the pictures on Instagram. Yeah. Right, bye guys. Bye. bye. Love you.